everybody. Welcome to Rough Stuff, uh, the podcast where we invite our friends on and make them embarrass themselves and relive their childhood uh, humiliations. It's a ton of fun. I am your co-host, Bridget Greenberg, and I went to speech therapy for years because I could not say the word squirrel. You did really good just then, Thank though. you. you I thought well. about it a lot. I would say scroll instead of squirrel. Oh. I couldn't make that, like, quirr sound. Like, so world was also a problem for me. Like... I, uh, it was a long time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm Sarah Griffith. And uh, on more than one occasion, I have thrown up into my own nightstand. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. Like drawer open, throw up. Yeah. yeah. And with us, you know her. She's been on this website that was known as Cracked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's great. She's very, very funny. Uh, actress... Katie Willard is here with us. Hi, everybody. Is this when I say my embarrassing yeah, yeah, facts? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I once made my grandmother drive me from Oklahoma City to Tulsa to find the Hanson brothers. How mm, far of a drive is that? It's a out. It's ours. It's a bit, oh, yeah. And my, uh, we drove there. We didn't know where they lived, but we started at a mall and asked around. And then they sent us to a smaller part of Tulsa, and we found a roller rink. And I said, "The Hansons like to <laughs> skate. We should go ask the roller rink." So we went in and asked some like teenagers, and they were like, "Oh yeah, they come in here all the time. Like normally when it's their brother or their sister's like birthdays, we do birthday parties here." And I was like, "Do you know where they live?" And they said, "Yeah." And so they gave us like the cross streets and we went out into the middle of this field and there was this huge like compound that was surrounded by like trees and bushes. And we were, I was like, that's it. That's where they live. And then we drive up and then a helicopter comes from out of nowhere and it probably had nothing to do with anything, but I was like, oh my God, they're going to shoot us for being on their property. So then we drove back to Oklahoma city from Tulsa. Uh, with no, I had, I didn't get to meet the Hansons. Wow. I am looking at you very incredulously right now because I thought you meant like they were doing a concert yeah. in this other city. Nope. So you were I like, it was a meet and I, I want to go. Yeah. yeah. Nope, their nope. house, just where they lived. <laughs> you read in a J14 or whatever yeah. the fuck that that's where they lived. And then you're like, cool, let's go. Let's well, because they, I knew that was like, they were, they're yeah. very proud about being from Tulsa. Yeah. Um, and my grandmother lived in Oklahoma City. And I'm like, well, if we're in the <laughs> same state, well, I Oklahoma. need to try oh, my, and yeah. do this. And God bless my grandmother, man, for being like, all right. And we got in her Cadillac. And drove. She was a huge handsome fan too, though, right? She was. She supported me wholeheartedly. Yeah, we listened to the whole CD on yeah. the way. She was like, uh, "These girls are so pretty. Their hair is so beautiful." You gotta check music, this. So their harmonies. <laughs> they were tight harmonies. I think yep. that was one of the first concerts I ever saw. I was a little too young to remember, but I know I've seen Hanson. I saw Hanson at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, whoa! They played the bowl. Mm-hmm. They, <laughs> they did. That was cloud. that recently? No, that was when I was like eight or nine. Okay. okay. And um, they, all, my friends all had like, their parents like went all out. And so they were like up in the, you know, the yeah. boxes where they oh, have like shit. a little yeah. table. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, I wow. was in U or V. Yeah, yeah, yes, back. yes. Yeah, yeah. The, and uh, had binoculars. <laughs> but my but friend, still great. Zach, I think it was Zach or maybe it was Isaac, threw their water bottle and then it like flew off the stage and my friend Nikki grabbed it and had put the water bottle in a plastic bag and had it hanging on the door of her closet oh for my like God. years. You can clone them. 
Oh, we could clone You could clone them. Clone the Hansons. They're already, they all have so many children already that I think we're, yeah, that's, they, that's they don't true. need to be we're cloned and we don't need to pass <laughs> their genetic material. It's funny to imagine a bunch of eight-year-olds in the boxes at the Hollywood Bowl with like their charcuterie board and like a glass of wine and like yeah. those little plastic cups. Like, mm, the Hanson concert's so nice this evening. The weather's perfect in, for this. I grew up in Santa Monica, so that should tell you something. Right, right. That is exactly what happened. But growing up in Santa Monica, tell us... What was, what was a young Katie Willard like? What what was the awkward period in your life? Um, so I was, I I was born in in San Diego, yeah. and then uh, the summer or the winter break of of kindergarten, my mom and I moved up to L.A. because she worked for American Express. Yeah, and they moved her up there, and so I first went to John Muir Elementary in Venice, and then we moved to another part of Santa Monica, and then. Uh, I went to Franklin Elementary, which shout is shout out, shout out to the shout schools. out to Franklin <laughs> Franklin Elementary, which was actually like a really great elementary school, oh. and I'm I like think back on my time there fondly. Oh, wow. oh shout out! Wow. Yeah, on Montana, you can drive past it. It used to be pink; it is now painted white. Oh, that's uh, downgrade. And then, went downhill. And then I lived in Santa Monica through sixth grade, and then we moved back to San Diego, and I was there for the second half of middle oh. school and high school and college, but. I moved around a lot, so yeah, you were the you were the moving kid. Yeah, I didn't ever have more than like four years at a certain school. Like, yeah, it's so uh, and moving schools to a new school in a new city in the seventh right before the seventh oh, grade. That's rough. Yeah, like I was just thinking you awful. must have not had like any friends actually. <laughs> I'm a really like I'm a pretty like friendly individual, and, okay. and I can make friends pretty easily. Yeah. But when I moved back to San Diego, and Went to Muralins, which is a piece of shit middle school. <laughs> okay, uh, shout out, shout out. Shout out to Muralins in La Jolla, California. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I ate alone for like the first couple months. And that's like, that's how that's rough. rough it yeah, was. That's rough. That's, that's, yeah, not fun. But yeah. I was, I always found a group of like girls that I felt bon- I bonded yeah. with. And like the group that I was with in elementary school was super close. Um, and then, you know, I met people obviously through the right. years. But I was a competitive dancer uh, for my entire childhood. That helps. Yeah. It helps uh, and, you know, hurts. Uh. Yeah, it was. The, it kept me busy. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I like to perform. And, but I just, there was always something a little off. And I always just assumed yeah. everybody was hanging out with me out of, like, pity. Oh. Uh, so that was, like, the anxiety that I carried with me right. as a kid. Like, Did the people- clickiness and stuff like that. Did people remember you when you went back to San Diego? Uh, not really, because yeah. I, I went to school in a different district oh, okay. mm. from when I went to oh, kindergarten. Not, yeah. But so, I ended up being in a dance class with a girl that I did go to kindergarten with when I came back in the seventh grade. Well, there you go. And she was very nice, and we did that, ballet together. Good for you, because that sounds... It's so hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was. I would not yeah. want to meet new people at 13. Like no, it's yeah. like look, no. y'all are ride or die. This is this is it. It's the worst time. I feel like your friends are at thirteen are like, well, you were born together, so yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll yeah, stick of, this out exactly, and then we'll see what happens Our when you get into high school. Our friends, so yeah. yeah. I think I did the math, and I've lived in twenty two places. Oh my god! In, Whoa! In my life, from birth to to now, so like. 
I don't know if anybody remembers. This is a very deep, weird reference. But uh, when the Arcade Fire came out with the album The Suburbs, they yeah. created this like virtual experience that you could do online where yeah. you put in yes. your, your childhood yes. home and it made it like this interactive yeah, music yeah, video. Yeah, that was yes. super cool. With yeah. the Google video. And it was like, what's the address of your like childhood home? <laughs> You're and like, I remember one? being like, what do I count? Like, what do I count as my child? Like, I don't. Yeah. I guess it's the one on in, on, in Santa Monica. Yeah, because that's where the chunk of my childhood yeah. was. I have that problem too because I moved around within Miami a lot. Mm-hmm. So like every time it's like, where? What's the name of your street that you grew up on? I'm like, <laughs> well, there are five of them, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, but you know, it's fun. Moving is fun as a kid, kind of. I mean, those are drastic moves. Yeah. Uh, so that's scary. But like, you get a new house. That's cool. Yeah, and. But it is that sort of thing of like, I think I always felt like, oh, when I move again, I can have a new start. I can yeah. be, they don't know I'm odd. <laughs> they don't know my past. They don't like what I'm like. They don't have yeah. those embarrassing moments. Right. It's a very strong, independent right. female of you. Did you I could start a new, <laughs> did you a new try, school, yeah. new city? New you. New uh, hair. New grade. New haircut. Yeah, I was going to, did you like try on different things when you went to different school? No, but it is, but. It was interesting because in the eighth grade, my mom started dating a guy who essentially wanted to like buy my love because I wasn't really like into him all that much. Um, And so he bought me like CDs and clothes and stuff like that. Nice. Suddenly, well, in La Jolla, it's a really wealthy neighborhood. And so like my mom and I rented an apartment, but like there's a lot of money in Santa Monica or in, uh, well, in Santa Monica, but also in La Jolla. And uh, suddenly all the popular girls started talking to me. And so then I became friends with the popular girls in the mm. first part of eighth you grade. You mean girls? Yes, you I did. totally mean girls. Yeah, I did. And then I stopped doing all my schoolwork, which was like not like me. I was just like, <laughs> I just don't want to do my work well, anymore. When you're rich and popular, like you don't have to work. <laughs> like, no, yeah, that's the not rules. at all. That's no. why people get rich and popular. And then my mom got my progress report and was like, "What the? Because <laughs> I never got like this under a B right in my now. entire life. Yeah. And so then uh, I had I was grounded and had she met with each one of my teachers and was like, "What can Katie uh, do to bring her grades up by the end of the year?" So I buckled oh. down. And then when I went to high school and my mom and that guy broke up and I didn't have the cool things anymore, like none of them talked to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Assholes. But uh, you got smarter? Well, yeah, I, well, I embraced the fact that like I like to know things and I am a, a, a diligent huge worker. huge nerd. Yeah. And like, I, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I'm more okay with that now. I think, what, than I was. what self-confidence to have. It was As, it, it was out of necessity. Well, it, it also happened that like when I moved to when I started high school, they had like drama. I started doing theater, and then they right. had an improv team, and I started doing that when I was like fourteen. Oh, so once I started improvising, I was like, okay, Is everybody's it, fucking weird. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not an and you know. What was fourteen year old improv like? Oh my god, a short form. It was yeah. like comedy sports, and there's okay. there's a theater in San Diego called NCT National Comedy Theater, yeah. which is yes. an offshoot of. Uh, theater sports, comedy sports, and um, yeah, I, I mean, they had a they would send a, a performer to teach us, and then That's we'd have so shows cool. once a month that were fundraisers for the drama club. That's cool. We used to fill the auditorium. Oh man, I bet. Southern yeah. California is so much cooler with that than anywhere else because <laughs> I definitely did that, and it was not good or cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like we it, it's high school improv, yeah. so yes. it's like probably not the best, but we no. were pretty. I like I. No, that sounds more legit than like the like. N- 
school nurse's daughter being like, yeah, I liked to act once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. taught us improv. Exactly. It, like high school improv, my memories of it was really not even improv. It was just more like, how many funny one-liners can we say yeah. in like a single scene? Like I remember we started one and it was like, Ooh, let me tell you, it is so hard being a Beyonce drag queen and like, where do we go from that? I don't know and I don't remember. It was just like literally start the scene and just say like the funniest and like most ridiculous scene you can say so all your fucking friends can laugh and then just be like, oh, okay, freeze, tag her out. Let me right. say, yeah. yeah, it's like, it's terrible improv. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I very much like, I was the only, one of the only girls on the team. I think there were three of us pretty consistently. That sounds still and, right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and it was just like fun and fast paced and I felt like, I could express myself in a way that was received well by others because yeah. the way I expressed myself wasn't always yeah. received well. <laughs> sure. Uh, do you mind if we dive into that a little well, bit? Well, that was yeah. my one yeah. of my stories, yeah, embarrassing yeah, stories. Yeah. Um, what's funny about it is it's retroactively embarrassing. Oh, that's the, oh, best. the worst. Yeah. So <laughs> as a kid... Uh, and I brought the the DVDs because I was oh. hoping maybe we could rip them, uh, rip the oh, thing I'm talking about, and put shit. it on the internet. Oh, I hoped so. <laughs> so in the third grade, uh, we had to do biography projects at Franklin Elementary School, where you researched a person and then you dressed up like them. Oh, one of them is not act- this one. Oh my God, we have like that's me. A oh visual boy. aid yeah, for the listeners. We have literally in our hands. Two, yeah. two. My mom, DVDs. my mom got the 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 camcorder tape and had it uh, put to a, a DVD. But wow, we had to that's, do a ten minute project where we dressed great. up like the person we were doing the biography on, and then talk like say our life story in the first person. Oh, that sounds like a good idea yeah. for kids to do. So, like my friend Sarah was Sacagawea. Oh. There was like a Ben Franklin, a, you know, a yeah. bunch of a uh, bunch of like historical figures, and I was in love with Michael Jackson. Oh, uh, you that so so deeply. That explains the white gloves I am seeing in this picture of and, you. <laughs> oh my god! So I did the research, and I was just like so excited, <laughs> and I had these little black jazz pants and a white v-neck t-shirt i put my hair in a ponytail and i had a black fedora and one white glove and my mom bought me loafers and resold them with leather so that i could moonwalk oh my god awesome. and i sat and i were i um i sat and i watched on vhs over and over again the motown 25th anniversary yes uh concert yes, yes. where he did billy jean and right, debuted and the, the moonwalk yeah. for the yes. first time and so i i memorized the whole dance <gasps> Amazing. <laughs> and I so effusively <laughs> gave this gave this like pr- uh, presentation where I was just like, you know, talking about my life in the first person. And then there's a bit where I go, I go, I just need to pause for a second. And I'm like, mm. I just like. Michael made me want to dance and he like, and I was just so like, like just inspired by Michael Jackson. I even did, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but on Rosie O'Donnell, on her talk show, when she used to talk about Tom Cruise, because she had a huge crush on him. Yes. She'd do like, she'd press a, like a button and it would go, Tommy, can you hear me? (laughs) And I stopped my performance to be like, Michael, can you hear me? Like just so like effusive and, um, and then I, I That's the most. <laughs> then I did then I turned on the music. So this was like supposed to be a ten minute presentation. I take the full ten minutes for the life of Michael Jackson. Yeah. And then I You ran the light. Then I pressed the play button. Amazing. So it's oh, like Jesus four Christ. minutes of song, yes. three and a half minutes yes. of song. Yeah. 
And I start doing it. At one point, the bell goes off because it's like literally the end of school. And I'm dancing and putting my whole heart into it. And then I watched the DVD recently because my mom had gotten all the tapes transferred to DVDs. Oh my God. Amazing. And I look and everybody is mercilessly making fun of me. Like everybody who you can see like on the side and in the front are whispering to each other and laughing and like pointing. And I just like couldn't even see it. No, you were in in Michael's world. So in character. I couldn't. And I like watch this video and I'm just like... I love that little yeah, girl. Yeah. Oh <laughs> and my God. I think about like what my tolerance for like embarrassment or like trying to look cool <sighs> is now. And like, and what's interesting is cut to probably, I think the next year there was this contest where like they had a theme and you could do a painting or a drawing or a sculpture or write a short story or right. a poem or a song. And then they'd put them all up in the cafeteria right, right, and like yeah. you could all, whatever. I decided to write a song and record it. Amazing, yes. (laughs) And then I was like, I'm going to, I want to play this for my class. Nobody asked for that. (laughs) But I was like, I want to play it for my class. And I put it in the tape player and I I started playing it. And I I can feel it, the embarrassment in my cheeks out to my ears. Like as this is sitting there like listening to my voice and watching everybody looking at me in my class and like mocking me. And I go, what happened? What (laughs) happened between the year before when I could stand up and do the Michael Jackson thing and be so proud of myself and be so like not giving a fuck. And then that when I realized I should be ashamed for like being myself. Yeah. And that's a thing that like I am still actively working to like try to understand the flip yeah it's it's (laughs) it's called the fall um you had a taste of the forbidden fruit and now you feel shame yeah i do i want to i'm gonna unpack this because i think i understand what happened here and i don't think it's necessarily a change in your self-esteem more than the delivery system of what happened because well you were dancing in front of the class you were in the zone you knew exactly what happened but when you're I'm sitting t- listening, li- listening to, my- to yourself, yeah. you're out of the moment and you're with everybody else hearing is, this as a third party. That is a fair assessment. And to be <laughs> honest, from that point forward, I, I kept it. Yeah. <laughs> and I still, and that's like what I'm trying to do is yeah. like not, is let my light shine as brightly as was intended. Like yes. not dim my shine. Yes. Because I'm not yeah. everybody's cup of tea, which is fine. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But like not to no, feel bad about my yeah. soul. <laughs> right. And your SoundCloud link where we can find this song. Oh, yeah. I'll let, I'll, if I can Put find it, in the show it, notes. I still remember the lyrics. Oh. Oh, if I could fly, I would fly so high. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be great? Oh. Yep. That's nice. I think that's, that's like Sugar Ray, right? Similar. <laughs> <laughs> I probably was listening to a lot of Sugar Ray at the time. Uh, that's, what, also, what age did like that gap take place? It was third and fourth grade because I was in a, okay. th- a three, four multi-age. I had like the same teacher right. two years yeah. ago. Okay. I have yeah. to say, like I, similarly, I, we were, so we did standardized testing in Texas. I mean, every state does it, but like yeah. in Texas, it's like they pretty much only care about the standardized testing. And so you start standardized testing, I think in third grade and then like fourth grade, you do more. And my third grade teachers organized like this 
it was essentially a conga line and like a dance and like a cheer that the third graders going to put together and do for the fourth graders, like go into their class and be like, do the test, bubble in the right answers. Everybody do your best. Work hard. Take the test. I don't know the fuck. Um, and so like, you we definitely would- know that <laughs> you didn't make that up. There's no way you made no, that it was up. Like, I don't know. It was, it was a weird time. And yeah. so like, their idea was we're going to rehearse this and literally we would go into the fourth graders classrooms and like the teacher would be like and now the third graders have something for the fourth graders and we would do that and like it literally was a conga line that we walked through the desk and we rehearsed it and I was like the leader of this I was like yeah everybody take the test bubble in your answers study hard work hard you can do it like whatever the fuck it was the cha-cha slide of standardized yeah, testing much, yeah. Yeah. Like, the mambo number five of, yeah. of testing a little bit of bubbling in my like, so like you I'm, should make these songs like, these are all coming off the top of the head. I'm killing it right now I'm an excellent freestyle third grade songwriter um, so I was like the line leader in these rehearsals I was like so ready to do it and yeah. then I got sick and I couldn't do it the day that they went and did it for the fourth graders and then the next year we asked like hey are the third graders gonna dance for us this year and like no and then like retrospectively everyone was like Sarah remember you were so excited to do that I bet you were so disappointed that you couldn't go and I was like no I wasn't excited about it because it was in that moment that I realized that is so fucking embarrassing (laughs) to get kids who are essentially the same age to like put on a like song and dance for other kids their age about they shouldn't have made you do that I'm stoked now that I didn't actually do that because I imagine me getting into the fourth grade classroom and immediately being like, oh, actually, this is embarrassing as hell. Yeah. Like, this yeah. sucks. Why did they think that would be like a fun That's, thing to do? Oh, boy, I don't know. I, but it's <laughs> a third, between third and fourth grade is when I realized, it's, like, I should be embarrassed about things. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. are some things that should be locked away in my shame, my shame closet of my heart. It's all like just one. I feel like they did that on purpose. Like, oh, these third graders need this to learn what oh, shame that was, is. Oh, that yeah. was for the fucking teachers for sure. That was for them and no one else. There's so many things that I wonder, like about adults who have to take care of children. That do they do that just because they think it's funny? <laughs> like, there's. I remember so. Speci- this is not anything like that, but like I will. Never know if my father did this to embarrass me because he thought it was funny or he actually is that dorky. But he dropped me off at school one day and I'm walking off and he rolls down his car window and it's classic movie dad thing where he rolls down the window and shouts, Bridget, love you. Have a good day at school and drives away. And everyone just looks at me and I was like, he had to have done that on purpose. Yeah. There's no way he didn't know. Yeah, if you watched any movie from right. like 1980 yes. on, like, like that's an embarrassing thing to I do was, to you. Yeah, child. I just feel like there's no way they don't know. You shouldn't have a third, like a 12 yeah. year old perform. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bad news. <laughs> it's never going to be great. I remember those, like, they had everyone sing rallies and not a singer. <laughs> tried my damn hardest like was that was probably the last time I tried to sing and the person next to me was like hey Bridget uh are you tone deaf <laughs> like so seriously and I was like I mean yeah I guess I yeah I yeah, yeah totally yeah, yeah. Like, but remember doing like pageants for like holidays and stuff and they just basically had everyone sing like like not a Christmas carol per se but like a 
like a politically socially neutral winter song that was yeah. just kind of like we would do this in Houston. a winter solstice celebration exactly. we would do this in houston and i remember one because my mom still sings it it went it's cold outside i'm freezing and it's like it is 80 degrees we all know this is really like christmas but we have like one jewish kid in our class we can't full on like sing like santa claus coming to town or whatever so we would sing like these like winter like winter e kind of songs but like we're all wearing shorts and t-shirts because it's not fucking cold outside do you know what's so funny is that reminds there's like a random snl sketch from i think when Kristen wig like first started where she played megan mullally and they were doing the christmas tree lighting ceremony and i will always remember it because it's about politically they're like we need you know we want to be more inclusive and politically correct and so they changed all the words to all the Christmas songs, and I will always remember um, random infant religiously neutral sleep in comfortable beds. <laughs> like, I'll always remember that lyric. That is so funny, because I went to a school that was 90% Jewish kids, and they made us do, like, a winter song <laughs> yeah, yeah. ceremony where, like, we sang Santa Claus is Coming to Down in the uh, 12 Days of Christmas. Right. Uh, and each grade had to do, like, a different like whatever grade you were in you had to like sing that stand up and sing that part and all of us were jewish except for like five kids we did one year do like a hanukkah song like specifically because the year before we did like a straight you know up those Christmas great hanukkah character. songs right no this one was um like light the candle spin the dreidel celebrate yeah, yeah, yeah. our blessings tonight like a bunch of goys yeah. like <laughs> yay hanukkah <laughs> and i think that was one of the year where like hanukkah was like wildly far away from Christmas. Like sometimes like yeah, the gap like, is like yeah. weeks. Yeah, sometimes like, it's in November. It's yeah, very it's strange. Like, it's like happy Thanksgiving. Also, um, happy second night of Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Enjoy. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Yeah, they just really want kids to perform, which I mean is good because like there is something to say that like I think having your kids perform like gives them a little bit of agency and responsibility yeah. and like who yeah. knows like for some people like I think for like you and I it's like oh I do like performing and right. this yeah. is something that I can do but for the most part it's just so embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I did. I enjoyed I enjoyed performing for my fifth grade talent show uh <laughs> I did a dance to Believe by Cher. Amazing. And I wore... Were you in drag? No, I wore... I wore... I thought I looked fly. I wore baggy, like, carpenter jeans. So they had, like, the baggy legs and a black sports bra. Cool. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, I forgot my dance halfway through and just started doing a lot of pas de bourrées. Like, I picked it up, you know? Like, I was like, okay, cool. We're just going to do some spins. And, like, but whatever I had... I had memorized was not... It went out yeah. the window, and I yeah. was just like, we're just going to feel the music. <laughs> I really like your taste of music as an elementary schooler. Like, you've had some, like, MJ and Cher. I really like And then we throw mix. it back to Hanson. Yes. But, Hanson, yeah, but, of course. You know, well, it's my, my mom and I, uh, she listened to a lot of The Supremes. She listened to yeah. a lot of Elvis. Oh, yeah. uh, Listened to a lot of Patsy Cline, and I grew up listening to K-Earth 101 when K-Earth 101 was the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Oh. Now it is the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Like, it's the oldies, the LA's oldest yeah. station. You're but right. as I've gotten it, older, changed. the, yeah, the yeah. oldies yeah. has shifted. Uh, but yeah, when I was a kid, it was 50s, 60s, 70s. I mean, that's great because my mom listened to a lot of Bob Seger. So. Yeah. <laughs> Always. And then my dad listened to a lot of like Zeppelin. And so yeah. then I listened to that and then also really got into hip hop in like high school. Oh, didn't we all? Yeah. And so it just like, didn't I we think all? Yeah. It's all 
still there my, the, my musical yeah the inappropriately into hip-hop for white kids phase yep. that happens I late middle school early high school I had a high school dance where I swear to God they played in the club by 50 Cent maybe oh. like eight times <laughs> on a, m- in the night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, most middle school to early high school parties were mostly just G-Unit songs. <laughs> yeah, I could probably put together... Like deep cut g I could probably put together a playlist of every song I heard every single weekend when I was like going to mitzvahs or like going to like eighth grade dances and yeah. stuff. It's like I could like probably recreate it song for song because it was like... Yeah. That was when... um when Lil John was like really popular and the yes. Ying Yang twins yeah. would come out. To the windows, to the walls. Yeah, and then plus we had like all of our Houston rap songs too, which like yeah. I thought everyone knew and then I got to college and no one. And people yeah. were like, excuse me? I remember, I don't know, like some people know this song, but like wanna be a baller, shot caller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like saying that in college all the time, like damn dude, that's baller, shot caller. And you know, like I would say that. <laughs> and then I played that cool. song. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not at all. But I was kind of saying it more like right, right. in an awkward, ironic way. Yeah. <clears throat> I say now. <laughs> um, but like I played that song and my friend's like dude Sarah Bola, shaka, that's what you always say I'm like yeah you fucking morons I got it from the song they also thought that I coined the phrase the champagne of beers because they had that's never had Miller High Life before and so I bought Miller High Life I'm like oh the champagne of beers and they saw an ad and they're like Sarah, holy shit, they must have seen you. You're like, a marketing yeah, genius to them. I know I was like hey guys got milk like <laughs> It really That's, shaped my opinion of the Midwest when I went to college. They're like, oh, you people like haven't left the house. Yeah, you get everything. They get everything two years like or a year and a half behind everything. Yeah. So, so you, your grandma lives in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Are you like, is that where your family's from or did you ever live in the OK? No, I've lived in Southern California my entire life, literally between San Diego and Los Angeles, just back and forth and back and forth. Good for uh, you. Yeah, I've there's been, no reason to be anywhere else. I've been in L.A. almost almost nine years come Christmas but uh, my dad's family's from Oklahoma and my mom's family is from Wisconsin Minnesota oh geez so so were you always like the cool cousin no also because I was (laughs) hard no I'll tell you why is because I was an only child and of Uh, the cousins in my like my lineage I was the youngest by 30 years so when we'd have our like family reunions they would take photos of each generation and so the photo of mine is like me and eight adults (laughs) oh my god because my mom's mom was the youngest and she only had two kids and the oldest had kids and then they had kids so by the time it was like if you put my whole like level of cousins together I was the young, I was very, very young. Wow. Well, it young. is funnier, though, to picture you in a photo just by yourself. I'll have to find it, and also, I'll have my mom send it. Oh, since send you've it given us such great visuals. You, yeah. I know. I feel like there's got to be visual aids. And and I was an, I, I grew up as an only child, and right. then my dad and my stepmom had my, my brother is eight and my sister is six. And then my mom had a daughter before I was born who is 45. 45, 48. So I'm technically a middle child, but I grew up as an only child. Wow. But yeah. yeah. So I've been, I spent a lot of time by myself. <laughs> Did you, because I, my dad was kind of like that. So I would just meet these people like in my grandmother's house who'd really like, Hey, this is your uh, this is your cousin Michael, and it's some like eighty year old man who I've never met who is like, "Hey, Gretchen, nice to meet you." And I was like, "Who are you talking to?" Yeah, my and then my my mom's brother, my uncle, had his his kids are like 
eight and 11, eight and 10. So, yeah. and I was, so I was the only cousin on also on my dad's side until I was 16. Uh, so Christmases were like just the best when I was a child because I got all the presents because I was the only grandchild for a really really long time man nice and then by the time the the, my cousins came I was already like a girl you know in high school or whatever and and on my way oh man siblings suck yeah I I love I like my brother and my sister and I actually haven't met I've chatted with my half-sister oh. my older half-sister but wow you've got such an interesting and like large kind of like family tree it's very like a, like a family garden really <laughs> there <laughs> is nothing lot. traditional about the my family uh in, in terms of how things are done <laughs> well i think traditional family things that are done the way is overrated so congratulations yeah. Yeah. you've made it out of that thank you <laughs> i mean thank and you. you had some great embarrassing childhood moments along the way so i think yeah. you, i think it, it worked out anyway it's a solid are they all like performing based like when you look back on like um yeah i i thought of a part of th- thing that was less like embarrassing more like mortifying my greatest fear realized i was at a dance competition the tremaine dance competition which is like a big deal competition convention in southern california my dance team was there we killed it dance for kids all the time every time (laughs) um and the way a competition and convention works is the convention is like saturday and sunday during the day you took classes with these like really great dancers and then you'd compete at night and Mm -hmm. so the convention the big deal was that Wade Robeson was going to be there, and Wade Robeson was InSync's choreographer. Oh, um, and he taught a class every year at Tremaine, and it was like the one that everybody was there. Yeah. For. Oh yeah, you got to learn and how to I do was, that, like elbow popping. Kind. I of. was so excited. Yeah. I think it was was that, that bye, the bye, year bye. that it was to uh, live in La Vida Loca. I can't remember. <laughs> Anyways, sounds right. We were in the class like earlier in the day, and they broke for lunch. And so our whole like team is walking out to lunch and the gaggle, like the big group led by this girl named Carly, who was like two years older than everyone, but was in our level of dance, uh, which like goes to show you maybe the vibe that she had going on. Big yeah, yeah, yeah. Small pond type the fact situation. that her name is Carly says a lot. I can't remember her last name for the life of me. And I want to because I want to look <laughs> her up and see what she's up to right now. Um, she was with like still they, on that dance team. Yeah, she, probably. <laughs> she was walking with a group of all these, all the girls, and then the parents were walking, and I like had I think got some water or had like oh. picked something up, so I was like behind everybody, and I was running to catch them. I'm like, hey guys, hey wait, wait for me, and she stops and she turns around and she goes, no one wants to hang out with you, Katie. Whoa! What? I burst into tears. <laughs> And my mom went up to her and grabbed her like by the arm and yeah. said, you are a terrible little girl. Oh my and God. And I couldn't, I didn't eat lunch. I couldn't go with, I was too embarrassed. That. Just weeping. Oh my God, what she a bitch. Sucks. Yeah, I want to, I, I hope she's miserable. If we're, <laughs> if we're, I hope she, she had some sort of like, also, uh, comeuppance for that yeah. at some point in her life. Uh, also, your mom sounds like a real hero. My, mom, yeah. all these my mom's the shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I, and then I didn't, I was too like upset to go do Wade's class. Oh, because oh. I couldn't stop crying. Man, that is that is top notch bullying. Yep. Wow. I've, <laughs> yeah, that, that is macro that is aggression me. bullying. That's yeah. not even like pretending. It's, yeah, it's not yeah. even like nuanced or like uh, passive aggressive or like 
ghosting somebody it's like straight up like i'm gonna say something that's gonna be incredibly hurtful to you yeah that is that is something you only get from dance team my sister (laughs) is about two years younger than me and she did dance um and i had to go to a lot of those meetups or what are the conventions conventions yeah, Yeah. yeah Um, I, and I don't know why my mother thought it would be a good idea for me to just like, cause I wasn't dancing, just like sit and sit there all goddamn day long and listen to these girls like empty a bottle of hairspray for their ponytail <laughs> yep and oh my god i I'm wouldn't like, i wouldn't want anyone to do that and like That's her awful. and her dance teacher and like some of the girls that were there like I, to this day like yeah i don't want to speak for my sister but like maybe a source of trauma like those girls suck a lot of those girls suck but yeah. see i think that's it i think it's dance it's it, it what baseball soccer i feel sure, like just yeah. any place there's gonna just be that yeah. dynamic when you're dealing with a bunch of young girls who are you know oh. eight nine and 10 to 11 that age range is just like so trying to figure out who you are trying to fit in and be just good at a thing brings yeah. the worst out of it, like anybody true yeah. true but yeah that was that was oh boy no that you said that and made me feel bad because uh i definitely i've mentioned it so many times and i feel so much guilt about bullying a girl on my basketball team and i've definitely i was not that mean i did i don't i was gonna say are you about to tell us that you straight up told someone to their face that no, nobody no wanted to hang out I, i've said some very mean things but i i don't think i had it in me to be that mean right i mean that's that thing yeah. where i just felt like shit there's something in you to be able to say that to a person that yeah. like as mean as I was to poor Marjorie. Uh, oh, Marjorie, shout out, Marjorie! Yeah, I, shout, I, I, shout out. I feel like I've apologized to her on the show every time. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, you gotta have something else in you to like be able to look a person in the eye and be like, hey, there must be fuck something going you. on at, like, at home, right? Yeah. Like there must Maybe be there must be some I, origin story. To I that. mean, for I me, no. Just, but <laughs> but I always assume that that's you know yeah. when someone behaves towards me in a way that like hurts my feelings. I now know. Yeah, but nine at 14. Out of 10, it's got nothing, absolutely nothing yeah, to sure. do with me. Yeah. But like. At 14. Fuck no. She no. took my deepest fear in my head. Right. Yeah. And said it to me. Oh, that's, wow. thing, that's a thing like, that only 14 year old girls can do. And they're so good at it. I, I did have like a secondhand moment of that, but it wasn't my fault. And it is embarrassing. I just remembered this. God, I feel so terrible about this. <laughs> It was like the end of the year. I think we were in middle school, like end of the year, sixth grade, whatever. We were all at the park. Um, and there was this girl who had kind of been a hanger on her on me for like the past yeah. few weeks. And so I was with my like regular like circle of friends. And they were like, I can't remember this girl's name, but let's call her like Kate or something. I don't want to say Kate. Madeline? Madeline. There we go. Maddie. No, Maddie. No, no, no. Sophie is someone I don't know anyone named Sophie. Cool. So I'm going to go with Sophie. <laughs> Solid. So like Sophie was like a hanger on her and so like my friends were like oh my god like Sophie's kind of been like following you I'm like dude I know and I was kind of like bitching about like yeah she's like always on top of me and it's like dude can you give me like some air like she's annoying me like whatever like just kind of like bending to friends and then one of my friends who I'm not gonna name was like well I can talk to her if you want and I was like I mean like 
Don't you ever to, let your friend talk for you. It <laughs> yeah, never I, turns I don't, out I don't well. think I responded with like a hard yes or no, but like, like in yeah, my yeah. in my mind, I definitely remember thinking like I don't want you to do that. And basically, this girl went up to Sophie and was like, "Hey, Sarah thinks you're really annoying and doesn't want oh, you to hang out those- with her anymore." And like came right back to me and was like, "Don't worry, I took care of it." Like, why no, would you, you do that? <laughs> and so I went up to Sophie. I was like, "Hey, like I heard like and I like I want to make it." And she was like, "No, no, no, it's fine. Like it's very clear like what's happening here." And like walked away and I was like whoa holy shit I Sophie ended up with the upper hand though like that's a cool move like Oh no, she was. Her feelings were definitely. I'm going hurt. to cry later, but for right now, I'm going to have. No, she yeah. she definitely gave me like the married couple. Like it's fine. Like I'm just gonna go to sleep. Like kind of attitude, oh, like cold shoulder, and I was like. No holy shit and then I went over to my other friend I was like dude why the fuck would you do that like that is the meanest thing you could ever uh, possibly think to do yeah never if you are a teenager if you're a young person listening never <laughs> let one of your friends speak on your behalf nope. they are gonna say the worst and dumbest possible thing they yep. could ever possibly say yeah because they have no they have no dog in this fight they could say no. anything I could go up to you and be like hey by the way Bridget thinks that you were a terrible guest <laughs> in this podcast it's like no, nobody thought that, but like I could just say uh, that because I don't have any responsibility for it. There's right. nothing uh. worse than a 14-year-old girl. Like there's no human. <laughs> you're a menace. There's yeah, there you're just like so angry and just have nothing to do about it. So you're yeah. just like passive aggressively mean. Or just mean in any way you can like muster yourself to be mean. I think that's also when like you get into like TV shows and like media where like the mean girl trope is like kind yeah. of like celebrated almost and or at least like I think when we were growing up that was yeah. definitely like 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 books like Gossip Girl were yeah. like really popular the click. I, yo the I really click. loved Gossip Girl I'm not oh, gonna yeah. lie I read the shit I out of like books. Triscuits I just consumed those yeah. books yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. non-stop oh yeah the one where they went to the islands was really fun <laughs> oh yeah I remember that oh my god the glamorous Serena lives wearing those. like a white linen like she the, you know because I would always say brand names I was yeah. just about to say they would always identify would, like what these girls were wearing as if I, 14 year old, four foot nine, Sarah's gonna be like, yes, am I Dooney and Burr? The, the Nicole girls, I always remember. They were yes. they were yes. the French. They went to the French boarding school and they they wore their oh, Catholic outfits kind of slutty. It was like always like oh, kind yeah. of the vibe oh, yeah. of that. They oh, were the worst things to put out. I know. For yeah. To absorb. To absorb. I think and we've gotten better about like media for young women these days. I don't know. Do you guys watch Riverdale? I know you do, so <laughs> shut up. What are, you, what are you talking about? I don't know if you've seen Riverdale. Like uh, you're not eating it here. I've seen all of I've seen all of it and I watch ah. it every week and Riverdale's great. Uh, but man, uh, the character that plays Veronica dresses better as a 16-year-old to high school than I ever have in my life. She wears like oh my God. full business dresses. And it's like, <laughs> I go to work every day and I don't wear that. Like, I don't even wear-, wear makeup most days. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, she, like, yeah. uh, Cheryl Blossom for me is yes. like, oh, oh yes, wow. She's the best. I'm just like, you're like the perfect, you, but you know what's so interesting is like, I look at her body and I'm like, Oh, she looks like Jessica Rabbit. But I go like, no, like when I was a kid, all of the all of the women on every show I watched were real, like real thin. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like was very aware of like, oh, she looks like just like like not not she just right there. Yeah. yeah. It's like an an individual. And I was like, wow, this is a weird thing. Cheryl's cool. (laughs) I think about all of my what was I was watching and absorbing and through that 
like always seeing people who were mega thin. Oh yeah, Gossip Girl, the yeah. show certainly messed me up seeing Blake Lively and Lita Meester and being like, they're my age. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, no, no one. T- I had no a one developmental problem. Yeah, no one tipped me off that these people were in their twenties. Like, yeah. I never got no. that hint until like way late. I think I was watching Glee and I was like, I know for a fact Leah Michelle was on Broadway like yeah. three years ago. So like I I now am now the smoke and mirrors are gone and I know these people are full fledged adults. Yeah. I'm okay. Uh, and I'm sorry that I just had to expose myself for watching Glee, but it's true. It's I watched fine. the hell out it's of Glee. Fine. Watch whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, the, she watches Riverdale. I, watch, <laughs> yeah. I am a grown woman and I watch Riverdale. But you know what? I do. I don't watch Riverdale, but I do like reading the synopses of like what I miss because I read the comics. Oh, it's crazy. And it's like, whoa, what the fuck? They're in jail? Like, <laughs> oh, spoilers so for Riverdale. Sorry. I don't uh, know who's in jail. I just know someone's in jail. Oh, yeah. Uh, the show is not boring. There are murders and like <laughs> yes. cults and it is... Not what you think it is. Oh, the CW man cranking out like some top tier what the fuck TV. I love just, it. God just bless. ruining 14 year old girls forever. Just. I, and the other thing, though, that I think about with like all the teen media is like what I used to wear. Like, I remember wearing to orientation my senior year of high school. I wore Frankie B pinstripe, tight pinstripe pants. That were like brown with like a, an orange pinstripe and yes. belled legs. Cool. Yes. The zipper was a half an inch. Yes. Like they were yeah, yeah. so low. And I wore this black tight tank top just cleavage <laughs> and then like wedges with like patchwork leather wedges. And I was like, this I am sounds- 17 years old. Like, <laughs> yeah, this kind of sounds fly. Yeah. Not going to lie. I mean, I look jamming but i was underage (laughs) it was not appropriate that was not inappropriate that like i couldn't sit without my whole ass being out like you just physically can't the kind of pants that like you kind of scar your belly from the zipper there's a line right there always oh man right right yeah because like that early 2000s the low-rise jean was really in and oh remember when it was the low-rise jean and like the visible g-string on top of that was britney's 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 problem yeah Yeah. uh that was Britney's problem. <laughs> Britney's problem. <laughs> Britney, Britney cleaned that up, you know? <laughs> After 07, 08, she cleaned that up. Yes. yes. Uh, no, I am. I was just such a tomboy and, like, hated shopping and would, like, have a breakdown every time I went shopping because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to be a girl and, like, just start crying. <laughs> oh, I don't want to tell you the most recent time that I full-on, like, cried in the dressing room with my mom. Three weeks ago. <laughs> it honestly was sooner than you would have yeah. imagined. Yeah. Uh, that was most of my childhood child because my mom worked in the fashion industry. So it was, like... In Miami, too. That's got to be a lot. Uh, yeah. So she would just like dress me, but she would dress me like, uh, like the 40 year old woman she was, uh, dressing a 14 year old. So I would go to parties and like cardigans. Uh It wasn't great. Uh, it wasn't great. She did her best, but, uh, I wasn't, I was also very stubborn about like what I would and wouldn't wear. Right. Because I had to protect my brand as a tomboy. It was very like, it's, it was very dear to me. You're going to put on a dress. What are you kidding me? It would... Here's the thing, and I still somewhat feel this way. It would be jarring if I walked in here in a dress, like in a summer dress. I it have to be, say, it I would don't be know jarring. If I've ever outside of Vegas, I don't think I've <laughs> ever seen you in a skirt. 
Yeah, that's probably true. It would be jarring. Everyone would be like, what are you, are you trying something new today? <laughs> yeah. Did you lose a bet? <laughs> yeah, like, you, it would be, we would be like Quakers if you walked in with this girl like, ooh, Bridget's ankles. Ooh, it would be weird. Look at her knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm uh, currently in a habit, a full habit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's still it's still a rep. It's it's hard to break out of the fourteen year old mold, and yeah. then these shows are like, no, you got to grow like eight feet and be a grown woman. Yeah, yeah have a full grown woman's body. Yeah, wasn't happening for me. And a full hair and makeup team. Yep, to help fix whatever the fuck is on top of your head. <laughs> you ugly little girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that middle part that I was so sure was working for me. Hell yeah, I um, actually. I, I don't know if we, what time-wise we're looking at, but I had another embarrassing story that is in the in the time period of, like, teen girl. Oh, please. Oh. It is not performance-related. Oh, go for it. So, okay, my mom would travel for work, and I would stay with uh, my friend's parents, and sometimes I would stay with this girl named Alicia who lived across the street from my elementary school. And... Uh, <laughs> Prior to this, I had gotten, this is seems unrelated, but will be related. I had gotten worms from something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what I was and expecting so, to hear you say, but it wasn't worms. So I had to take some of this medication right. and whatever yeah. to kill the worms. Uh, okay, so I said that. It's not funny. I know a lot <laughs> of people who. But it's well, you know, you're a kid and you just like get, get random worms. shit. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, it's just good. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, like, that okay. Yeah. There's some bugs in me. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm in the fourth grade, and fourth or fifth grade, maybe fifth grade, and I, uh, yeah, fifth. I was flat as a board, not even at puberty, like not even close to going through puberty yeah. yet. Really, it was a couple more years before that started happening. I got up to go to the bathroom. And I went to the bathroom and it was red. Oh, no. The toilet. And I was like, I've gotten my, pe- oh my God, I got my yeah. period. Like, oh my God. And my mom was out of town. Oh, no. Um, and I was just staying with Alicia's uh, family. And I went into the, the classroom and I like pulled my teacher aside. And I'm like, I just got my period for the first time. And she goes, okay, uh, yeah, but you go down to the nurse's office. So I went down to the nurse's office and she called my mom to just let her know. And then she gave me, she was like, here are pads and here are tampons. Which do you want to use? And I was like, fourth grader a tampon? Yeah, don't give that option. But my my mom used tampons. So I was like, okay, I think I can like figure it out. Like, you know, whatever. So like I tried to put, I was in the bathroom and she was like, sometimes it helps to put your leg up on the, you know, on the toilet or whatever. Oh my God. So I was like, okay. So I tried and then it only got like halfway oh. in and I was like, ah, okay, like that didn't work. Yeah, and she goes, no, no, you no. have to push it until the applicator is all the way in oh. and then you can pull the applicator out. And I go, okay, so I put the, get the, Michael just got up and went to the bathroom and he came back and now I'm going to have to say what happened. Uh, so I put the tampon all the way up and pushed through the applicator and it's in and I'm like, okay. So school ends, the school day ends and... Alicia meets me out front. I'm like, I had my period today. And she was like, oh, okay. Like, wow. Like, okie dokes. Like, wow. And so then we go to the house, her house, and I have to pee. And I'm like, oh, I think you're supposed to change. Because a couple of hours has gone right. by. I'm like, I think you're supposed to change it. Right, right. And I go to pull it out. And I can't pull it out. <laughs> 
So what had happened was the medication that I had been on for the worms has a habit of turning your stool red or giving a red tinge to like, I don't know if it was your stool or your your pee or whatever, but that's what I had seen. It wasn't Mm. a period. Yeah, false flag. (laughs) It was a false flag. It wasn't my period. Your Uh, body pulled a false flag. So essentially I- The worms pulled a false flag. A regular size tampon into my tiny (laughs) prepared vagina. (laughs) That was dry as a bone. <laughs> so I'm sitting trying uh, to pull this thing out. Oh, oh my no. God. And I can't. I can't. I'm like, I am going to tear. Like, I was just like, this is not. And so I had to go like, Alicia, get your mom. And her mom, who I think her name was Rochelle, I think, was like, is, what's wrong? And I'm like, I got my period. I put in a tampon. I can't pull the tampon out. And she was like, well, just try a little harder. I was like, I can't. So she like, she's like, okay, like this poor woman. Oh, and no. I love moms who are just like, what do we do? Like, what <laughs> right, is right. the solution oh. here? And she goes, okay, here, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to draw a bath and you'll just sit in the bath because, you know, like tampons, Smart. the water yeah. soaks yes, up yes. the yes. string yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it can like whatever. So I sat in that bathtub for like two oh, hours with Rochelle thing. sitting on the toilet next to me trying to pull this tampon oh, out. Oh my what God. What a hero, mom. Oh, Jesus Christ. Finally, like three hours, I think it had soaked up enough water that it could like, it wasn't stuck. Ouch, ouch. It wasn't stuck to the side of my, because that's what literally had happened is it had yes. stuck to the side yes. of my vagina. So no. once it filled up with water, it unstuck and I could pull it out. Uh, and I just was like traumatized and then had to go tell everyone that I hadn't just gotten my period. I was like, JK, I didn't get Dory, it. guys. I had worms. That was what happened. <laughs> yeah, Dory, my stool was just red. Yeah. As it turns you out. You know, like it happens. Oh my oh. God. Yeah. Wow. That might be a winner. Yeah. <laughs> That's very bad. Yeah. Duh. I was just like, oh my God. Cause I had to, it was a big deal for everyone to get like their Period. Yeah, yeah, no, and so to have to like go back and be like, never mind, was like very. How many people did you tell? A lot. <laughs> oh yeah, because when like, you first, all of your when you first get it, you're like, yeah, everybody, I'm look at woman. me, I'm a yeah. woman, and like this is so cool. Like what you don't know is that it actually fucking sucks. It's yeah. the worst day of your life, but. Yeah. Oh, and then wow. oh that hero of a mom just hero moms, moms. I want to be that for one of my ch- child's friends you know <laughs> yeah. just the mom who's like you got something really fucking terrible <laughs> happening to you I'm sorry we're gonna be let's cool about this yeah. like yeah. we'll be calm uh, but yeah. she's great because there are moms who would be like you need to go home I'm sorry I yeah, can't help I don't, you well, with this my, and then I call my mom and I was like just and then that was when she was like you know what I remember <laughs> the thing about the medic like the medicine yeah. <laughs> Has it happened? We're gonna send a gi- like a gift basket to Rochelle's mom. Oh my <laughs> god! I do, I just and then what's so funny is because I had like er, probably in the fourth grade I'd gotten the Karen Keeping of You that American yes, Girl yes, book that told you all about your body yeah. and all about clear cleanliness and how like puberty works and all that and so I read it cover to cover and like oh, yeah. absorbed it and yeah. knew a lot about periods. <laughs> so then anyway, after this whole like non-period period yeah. debacle. I remember one of the popular girls came up to me in like the fifth grade and she was like, Katie, Sasha would like to see you. And oh, Sasha no. was the really Come into popular our office. girl. Yeah. Oh, you've been summoned. And so they took me to her and they, and Sasha was like, I just got my period. What do I do? And cause Sasha developed early and she like, what, you yeah. know, right. and she had had her period and I was like, okay, so this is like what, you know, you need to do. And I was like able to be there for her. Wow. You were be- able to be Rochelle's mom. 
yeah yeah and then it was another three years before i got my period <laughs> yeah and then i just continually bled through my tampons onto my pants in middle school for like <laughs> yeah. three years it takes a while to figure out <laughs> yeah figure that out hydrogen oh. peroxide guys put hydrogen peroxide on your blood stains okay and then rinse them and then wash and it gets it out of underpants. So you don't just panic and throw them away like I do? No. Or oh. just or just wash them but keep them stained and only wear them when you're on your period. Or, yeah. or <laughs> ah, you keep you do keep the period panties. Yeah, you're like, those will no one's gonna see me in already. these. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Well that was a beautiful one to uh, end on, I think. That, yeah, um, wow. Yeah, that was like my face is wet, I think from sweat and a little bit of tears. <laughs> Embarrassing sweat, like you're embarrassed for me. Yeah. Just yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. was panic. Panic. Uh, that was a thank you for sharing. Uh, You're welcome. I almost said a delight, but that's not the right word. <laughs> no, that was awful, uh, but thank you. But it has been a delight having you on this show. Aww. Thank you so much. Thank it's you for good seeing me. you, buddy. It's good to see you too. Yeah. Yes. Tell everyone where they can find you, what you're uh, up to. I am uh, on Twitter and Instagram at KA Willert. So pretty much anything I'm doing, you can find me there. And, uh, oh, watch the People's Choice Awards on E! Because I'm producing for their red carpet coverage. Ooh, yeah. cool. that's cool. Yeah, Yay. so check that out. And you can find this podcast on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Rough Stuff Pod, And me on Twitter at Bridget Tweets. And I'm at SK underscore Griffith. And can we put some of this on uh, Yeah, if we can stuff? rip it, uh, let's let's do it. Oh, we're going to yeah. rip it, flip it, and reverse it. <laughs> Hell this yeah. is for sure going online. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So definitely look out for those. Thank you again to Katie Willard. It's been a delight. Uh, that's it. Yay. Bye.